Welcome to another episode of this space, this podcast. It doesn't really have a title yet. I mean, it does technically have a title. Let's do the work together. But I don't really feel like it's the title of this podcast. I feel more like it's just a, like an idea that I have in, in everything that I want to do is that it's basically about doing the work together. It's It's less about... It's less about being clever or saying the right things or having any answers for anyone. It's it's really about just opening a space for for experience, for reflection, and for for doing the work. And hence, hence uh, the term "let's do the work together." But yeah, I don't know about whether it's the it's the actual title of this podcast or not. But in any case, welcome, and today I'm going to jump right into sharing a song. I'm going to sing um, Agua de Estrellas, which is a song that that I've sung so many times in different contexts, circles, and yoga classes, and ceremonies. Um, I'm singing it because of its softness, and... Um, because today I have I have an idea that I want to speak to to softness to an embracing nurturing feminine energy when it comes to the journey of change when it comes to you know setting <laughs> targets and ambitions for who we'd like to be um, I have a very strong feeling that that requires a lot of um, a lot of softness to make that happen without going crazy ojos de agua infinita se bañan las estrellitas mamá en tus ojos de agua infinita se bañan las estrellitas mamá Agua de estrellas, Pachamama vienes del cielo. Agua de luz, agua de estrellas, Pachamama vienes del cielo. ojos de agua infinita se bañan las estrellitas mamá en tus ojos de agua infinita se bañan las estrellitas mamá en tus ojos de agua infinita se bañan las estrellitas mamá 
Pacuate luz, agua de estrellas, Pachamama vienes del cielo. Pacuate luz, agua de estrellas, Pachamama vienes del cielo. Madre 
This world that we're in, this planet, nature, that we are so hellbound on separating ourselves from, we cannot escape that she's our mother and uh, she will always love us no matter what, as a mother always does. And the star shore are beautiful. And the waters, if you've ever jumped in a clean, cold river somewhere in the world away from the city, I mean, you you know the, the miracle of water. Anyways, um, I'd like to start by sharing a little bit about some of the development on my own journey part of, of an understanding about myself, uh, but also, I think, humanity in general, like people, how, how we work. We're, we're all so different, but we are also all very alike. And I'd like to share a little bit of just insight from my journey around one of the things that's had the biggest impact in terms of shifting my my way of, of it going through life, my way of experiencing this existence. Um, I'm someone who, who's grown up both in an environment that, that facilitated and rewarded um, achievement. But I also grew up as a child like that, that needed that achievement maybe a little bit more than than the next kid and I have many assumptions as to why that is um, but the reasoning right now is is really besides the point the fact is that I, I did grow up with almost a sense that ambition and wanting to get somewhere in life was maybe the only thing that that really mattered um climb to the top of the mountain and and have people around you applaud. And it showed up even later in life after I sort of maybe put aside some of the, the early needs or, or wants or dreams that I had of achievement. I still find that it's part of my inner wiring that every time I do something there's this little mechanism that's um, that wants to go for the gold somehow and it creates a lot of tension in my own journey when I 
when I create an image of a future and an identity that I'm stepping into, knowing that I'm not there today, like I'm, it will take time maybe to learn a skill or to be consistent in a, in a field. Um, but there's a lot of self-judgment that happens as part of my journey of moving towards the life that, that I dream of. And one of the most rewarding things that, um, that has happened to me on my journey is when I realized the power and importance of acceptance and relaxation. It's not just acceptance of circumstance. It's a, it's a softening of everything from my mind to my body. And, and I've come to realize that change is really hard if you're trying too hard. And I definitely believed for a long time that if there were things that I wanted to change about, about my experience in life, the best way to go about it was like the hard way, the masculine push forward, grow a spine, be a man kind of way. <laughs> and it's not until recently that I, that I realized just how unproductive that really is if you're talking about change. At least in my experience, change does not happen that way. Growth can happen that way sometimes and to, to a certain degree. Um, we need pressure to grow. We need to be pulled, sometimes pushed forward. But to change, like to actually really dissolve and uproot some of the deep inner structures of our being that has us acting the way that we that we have been for so long. Real change requires softness, in my experience. It requires a full acceptance of who you are, and it requires a full acceptance of the situation that you're in, and then it requires just unconditional forgiveness towards yourself every time you don't measure up to the path that you have chosen. And that's going to happen often. It happens often for me. And I have not yet met anyone that it's not the case for. Real change is real difficult with the tools that we learn because the tools we learn are not suited for change. They're suited for rapid growth, exploitation of resources. If there's something you've done in a certain way for many years, there's a reason you're still doing it that way. And that does not just disappear because you tell yourself that it's time to stop. And if you're human, 
is a very high likelihood that there's something in your life right now that you would like to change. And since you're listening to this particular podcast, there's a very high likelihood that you also understand that the thing that needs to change is not anything out there. It's always something in there. In me, in you. Some of the most miraculous moments on my journey happens when I finally wake up one morning and realize that I'm trying too hard. And I finally allow myself to relax, to not hold on so strong to the thing that I'm trying to become. And it's almost like you can feel it. I mean, if, if you have something in your life right now that, that, you're, that you're battling in, in that sense, I mean, even just feeling the, the relief of just being like, <sighs> it's okay. It's all right. Don't rush it. You won't get there faster. It's kind of a paradox, I find, in many situations when it comes to, to what would be a way to describe it, to take control over your own development. It's sort of like taking a an outside view of your own journey through life and saying, hey, I'm going to actually steer the ship. I'm going to be conscious about what kind of changes we make, knowing that the existing structures are going to fight very hard to resist those changes. And I have this image that might be uh, make sense to you, that um, you're on this path, you're, you're moving through life and maybe you have like a clear goal out there somewhere you're saying I'm, I'm going this direction this is who I'm becoming or this is the life that I'm creating for myself and then all of a sudden you find that you're stuck in what is it quicksand is that the, the term and you are not only are you not moving anywhere you are being kind of pulled down slowly and the more you resist it, the more it just closes in on you and pulls you down towards the bottom. And our instinct is to fight more and more, to, to try to break through with force. But the only thing that works is to become still, completely still, to stop the frantic movement, to quiet the mind and, in the words of, the Toltec people stop the world. And then my feeling is, and this is obviously an analogy, I don't want you to respond in this way if you're ever stuck in quicksand, but the analogy is, for me, that once you become still, once you manage to stop the world, stop your frantic movement, solutions have a knack for just appearing out of nowhere. It's, it's, almost, it's also like um, an experience I, I had recently where I was processing some stuff in my mind and I think I even had closed eyes and then I had this epiphany around 
how I was seeing the circumstances and I opened my eyes and the world seemed to be brighter, uh, have more color and be more clearly defined, sharper. Um, and it literally is the sense that we cannot see things clearly until we relax. And you, if you think about it, I know I like, like, I like to use analogies and, and images that have nothing to do with the, with the actual um, topic, but it's just, they're just images. It's just a way to express my, my thoughts, the way that I think about it. But if you want to focus on something with your sight and you want to see that clearly in detail and, and really study it, you don't want to strain your eyes. You won't actually be able to, to see as clearly as if, you re, as if you relax. And I feel the same way about, at least in my journey, when it comes to change and profoundly kind of transforming the way that I go about creating the life that I, that I dream of. Is that the more I relax into it, the more I, the more I stop trying so hard, the easier for me it becomes to, to see clearly where I need to go and to move efficiently towards it. And the struggle is also less. Like it, <laughs> it's not fun fighting against everything all the time, right? I mean, the journey of personal transformation especially if you're kind of taking that responsibility on by yourself, for yourself, it can be tough because there's a lot of letdowns in there. And we haven't learned to hold ourselves with the care of a mother. Hence why I also sang that particular song today. That's not something we typically learn in the space of well, just growing up in society, but even just in personal development, everything is very, very masculine, goal-oriented, relies on willpower and checking off lists, building habits with pure effort. You take someone who's done that for many years and struggled with the results and you show them how much they gain from actually just taking a breath and realizing that it's all okay. And that the movement we're looking for, the things that we are pursuing, dreaming of, they will still exist when we stop wanting them so much. And some things we stop wanting when we stop trying, and other things we want even more and we can move more deliberately towards them. And I feel like for me that is probably the most sure way for me to feel alive and inspired in this world is to have things I'm moving towards that I know are meaningful and that I want to wake up and move towards every single day. And that I am okay with, with not magically arriving there from one moment to the other because I enjoy the journey just as much as I enjoy the promise of 
the destination. And that is my my humble share today. Um, I hope it speaks to you in some way. I I think for most people, building a capacity to to hold yourself with with nurture and love through the journey of transformation is such a such an overlooked but powerful um, approach to change. And so if I can instill a little bit of, um, of motherly instinct in you towards yourself, uh, I, would be, I would be happy. So thank you for being here. take it easy don't worry you'll still want to grow after you let go of the need to be better the desire to move towards meaningful goals and destinations it doesn't go away just because we just because we accept ourselves a little more So remember to sometimes just take a breath and remind yourself that it's all okay. Change is hard. We need a little softness. back next week.